0: Hello again, it's indomitable, incorrigible Ingrid here and time for episode number three of my bi-weekly podcast, Sustainable Mom. Yet again, it really has been a fabulous fortnight. I was lucky enough a couple of days ago to see two squirrels in love running around, chasing each other up and down the trunk of a tree and then they scampered over into the garden of the local convent And I hope they got lots of peace and quiet for a little bit of snuggling. So that happened to me a couple of days ago. And as always, I would love to tell you about a few of my sustainable antics, which have happened in the last fortnight. So, allons-y. Tea. This fortnight, I've come up with the topic of tea. And I came up with a super pun to go with it, which is teasing why did i come up with the topic of tea well in a short while i'm going to talk about why i believe tea should be celebrated more especially nowadays where we're all trying to look after our planet and leave less waste on it before i go down the path of talking about what makes tea so good i also want to point out that tea the drink comes with many assumptions and assumptions can be dangerous for example i have to tell you that for many years of my life when i heard the word tea i automatically thought that this meant a drink made with black tea and milk and sugar because that's what i grew up learning to be the meaning of tea luckily i did then understand after some years of living outside the UK that tea is much more than just a drink with milk and sugar served in a mug. It can be many, many things. Hercule Poirot loves his tisane, which is a beautiful word meaning a uh, herbal tea. And most people in Europe in, on the continent who I have met understand tea usually to be some kind of herbal or fruit concoction and when you've been ill you may have come across russian tea which is extremely healthy because it has a lot of fruit and lemon juice added and if you are a fan of nigel slater or if you have any knowledge of asian culture of course you'll be aware that tea in japan is seen as much more than a drink tea is a cultural part of Japanese everyday life, the ceremony of preparing the tea, the the way in which you treat people when they're invited to drink tea with you, there's much more than just the idea of some hot water with flavour. And while I'm on the topic of Nigel Slater, I absolutely, I, I love that guy. I think I've bought everything he's ever written. I love his writing. And uh, I would like to say thank you to him for introducing me to the concept of wabi-sabi, which... I feel could be mentioned briefly here wabi-sabi for those of you who don't know is a japanese concept where you celebrate the imperfect for example if you have a piece of lovely crockery which you unfortunately drop and break you don't need to throw it away you can repair it and you can celebrate the fact that it has a crack down the middle or a chip on it especially nowadays when we all throw away way too much i heartily support the idea of wabi sabi in everyday life and celebrating those things which can still bring us joy and still are beautiful to look at and reusing so that was my little aside on japan going back to tea as a drink of course um, anyone who grew up as i did in the 1980s will probably have come across the stories of peter rabbit And Peter Rabbit and his siblings used to get served chamomile tea whenever they had tummy ache. And this brings me to my idea that tea should be celebrated more as being a very sustainable drink. Because chamomile tea, you can make it yourself. You don't need to go and buy chamomile tea bags or chamomile loose tea. Chamomile, you should be able to grow or find if you are interested enough and even if you can't grow or find chamomile the range of herbs and plants that you can use for making tea is unbelievably wide if you don't know anything about making your own tea there are so many people who still know a lot about it you might be surprised i was on a day trip with the family once we went to see some show gardens and they had sort of teepee set up at, at the beginning with quite a hexa, uh, a herbal witch standing there. Lovely lady. She showed us on the spot how you can make different teas just by picking a few plants that you see lying around, growing by paths, growing wild. And you can make uh, very good teas for helping you when you have aches and pains. And she was a, a proponent of ladies' mantle, by the way, which is a lovely plant. We have ladies' mantle growing wild in the garden, and you can find ladies' mantle on many, many roadsides. Uh, try and avoid roads with a lot of traffic because, of course, the traffic fumes wouldn't make the plant particularly pleasant to taste. You can, of course, wash it, but it's better if you can find some ladies' mantle or other plants which are not right next to a roadside which has juggernauts and HGVs thundering down it so the herbal witch uh, at the show gardens, she was great and then this year i have to tell you as well we were away on holiday i think i mentioned that and we were abroad and there was the situation that gherkin had very bad tummy ache and of course we didn't have anything with us at the time we were uh, staying at basic accommodation and there was no chance to get anywhere to find some medication for her tummy ache. She was really in pain. One of the local ladies, um, after spying the distress on her face, asked us what was wrong. And I managed to convey in my very pidgin Spanish that Gherkin had this really, really bad tummy ache and I wanted to help her and I didn't know how. And the lady who was busy in the kitchen at the time uh, went away with her colleagues and five minutes later they brought us this cup of tea that they produced from some plants that were just a few meters away from the kitchen area and it helped her tummy ache it helped Gherkin's tummy ache and tea is amazing tea really is amazing you can make it yourself and it can do so much and I hope I hope 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 that tea is going to be celebrated more because we really, really need to think about what we're throwing away. The other drinks that people like to drink every day, think about it. People love to drink coffee and people love to drink soft drinks and smoothies and fruit juices. And nowadays it seems to be the norm that you don't always prepare your coffee at home. You often drink coffee while you're doing something, you're running around doing your errands or you're on your way to work. And so many people buy coffees or they go to a takeaway coffee bar and get given a coffee in some kind of transportable beaker. Of course, people are taking more care not to use plastic and putting coffee drinks into paper paper cups. But why do you even need to go and get yourself a drink from one of these high street places? You could make yourself a tea. You could make a tea at home and you could put it into a reusable container that you can take with you and you'd have much more variation and it would be far cheaper and you wouldn't be joining in with producing a lot of packaging the other drinks that come to mind as I said uh, smoothies I mean of course I drink smoothies I love them but they all come in these little bottles it doesn't really matter how much you've recycled the plastic you're producing a bottle and the person will drink the smoothie and it takes them a few seconds and then the bottle is waste the same goes for, for other soft drinks and, of course, water. And tea, yes, it's possible to to buy tea. Of course it is. But how many people really do that? Tea is the kind of thing you make yourself. And you you can do your little bit for the planet. You can make your own tea. You can forage and get some plants and herbs and make your own tea. Or you can go down the route of purchasing tea. Because there are so many producers now who really watch how they Make their tea bags, and there are no nasty things anymore like metal staples holding your string to your tea bag. You get packaging made of cellulose and you get loose tea, and that's also something where you can prepare that at home and take it with you. And even if you like black tea, you don't have to feel bad because I like black tea, and I learned quite a long time ago that the black tea bags that I buy, which are very strong. I grew up in the UK, when you drink tea, you buy tea bags which have a lot of, pack a lot of punch. And the tea bags I use, you'd only need to dip them in the water for maybe three or four seconds and you've already got enough of the tea flavour in there. So what I do now is I fish them out. I use every tea bag twice. I pour the boiling water on, leave it in for a few seconds to steep, fish out, put it onto a nice china saucer and then it can get used again usually the next morning and i feel like i'm doing my little bit to reduce waste i do want to say at this point if anyone any of my friends ever listens to this and thinks aha uh-huh, she served me a reused tea bag no i didn't whenever a guest comes to my house i do not give them a pre-used tea bag i always give my guests fresh ones so i just wanted to point that out that's very important for me to say and The tea issue, I've said quite a bit now on how I feel about tea and how I hope we can celebrate the drink more because it is a drink which can be enjoyed anywhere, anytime, and can be very, very good for you depending on what you put in your tea. And the word tea as I was thinking about it led me to think of the word teasing because teasing as a parent is something which has reared its ugly head in the last few years i know this is a really dodgy segue between two topics but somehow i felt it fit this time teasing yeah it's um i have two children and of course there were times when they were teased mercilessly i have to say in some cases um when they were younger and It's something that happened to me in my childhood. And I'm sure that the majority of people living on our planet have experienced some kind of teasing. And that doesn't mean that we should dismiss it because everybody goes through it. I think we need to say that teasing is not something that we have to carry on doing. It's something that can affect children deeply and it can affect adults. I was teased many years ago at school, and I have to say, not just by other children, but also by teachers, which now upsets me a great deal when I think back, because teachers are responsible adults who should never tease children. And I've never forgotten it, by the way, Mr. Robinson. There you go. Mr. Robinson, you were very cruel to me, and I hope that I learned from the experience of being teased by my geography teacher. So... Why am I talking about it now as an adult? Because teasing can also happen to adults. I experienced it a few years ago because I left one culture and moved to another. And that meant that I felt very unsure of myself at the beginning. I was uncertain. I was nervous. And I was easy prey for people who like teasing. And how did people tease me? Well, once you're a parent, there are many aspects of life where you can be teased child rearing is one of them. I have two children and when they were younger I decided that I really want to bring them up a certain way and a couple of the things that were very important to me were their attitude to food and their physical health. So the physical aspect of having children for me as a parent means that you want your children to grow up being able to use their bodies and being physically active and not just sitting and leading a sedentary lifestyle because childhood is some time where we have the opportunity to train our bodies to actually be used in the correct manner and train our muscles and hopefully produce a strong body that will see you through the rest of your life. I this was important and i encouraged my children to be very physically active i I didn't need to encourage a lot in the case of big boy he was unbelievably active (laughs) right from the age of of seven or eight months but anyway the two of them were um, very very keen on climbing trees and climbing walls and climbing anything in the local area and i got teased terribly by other mothers for the way i would stand there and watch the children climbing And I was looked at. I was spoken to. What do you think you're doing? What kind of mother are you? And you're letting your children do something dangerous. What's wrong with you? They might hurt. They might they might fall. They might hurt themselves. I found this very difficult to to deal with. And I tried to answer that. Yes, I, I know this is something where they might fall over or they might fall down. But I know well they can climb i know that they're checking where they put their feet i know they're checking where they put their hands before they grasp onto a branch and i'm standing here and i trust them this answer didn't go down so well the response tended to be something along the lines of yeah but if your children are climbing my children will see and they'll want to do it too and i don't want them to yeah that's something i couldn't help with and i can't help with now because if you don't wish to let your children try and learn to climb trees, then nothing I say is going to change your mind. But I wanted mine to learn. I also wanted them very badly to learn to enjoy their food and eat a wide range of food, wide variety. I wanted them to be the opposite of fussy eaters. And my opinion was always when they were younger, yeah, cook a meal and they should eat it. If they don't like it, you deal with the situation. Important, I felt, to give the children the chance to try the same food many times because sometimes it takes them a long time to become accustomed to the taste or the texture of something. So don't give up after trying it twice. And what else did I try to do? I tried to encourage them to understand that food is something to be valued, and therefore, when I cook something, it needs to be eaten up, it shouldn't be thrown away, we shouldn't waste anything. And yeah, that's how I dealt with the issue of food, which, of course, is very unpopular nowadays. And I have lost count of the number of times that I've been a guest in someone else's house and I've seen how they deal with food as a family issue. Children are allowed to say, I don't want that. I don't feel like that. Please give me something else. And the parents jump and produce something else immediately. Children are allowed to say i don't like that even if they haven't tried it children are allowed to say i tried that and i didn't like it and then it will never be cooked or prepared again yeah i i can't i can't be doing it that to me food is something that most of us have forgotten is not how do you say this not to be expected we don't have to work physically to get our food in most cases nowadays we should be really, really happy that it's there and available and we're not starving. And having the feeling of going to bed where there's nothing in your stomach and your stomach is making noises and hurting and you are hungry. That's a feeling that most people don't have to live with regularly. And I believe that we should all be grateful for the food we have and we should encourage our children to be grateful and appreciate it. And yes, no child is ever going to like everything you put on the table. And in our family, there are certain (laughs) certain dishes which are family gags where we just need to mention the word. And the whole family cracks up laughing because we know that I cooked it. I cooked it many times. Nobody ever liked it. Fish pie, I have to say at this stage. And chestnuts, I have to say. and. I'm not going to tell you the other things that people in my family don't like. That's private. Uh, But we try to eat a wide variety of food. We try to enjoy it and we try to be grateful for it. And my feeling as a mother is to use your instinct. Yeah, if you feel that what you're doing is good for your children, it probably is. You don't need to listen to other people. If you also feel that you want to drink tea and milk and you never want to drink any herbal tea in your life, Fair enough. Enjoy it. Drink your tea, drink your herbal tea, drink your coffee. (laughs) But whatever is your thing, enjoy it. Be grateful for it. And don't jump on the bandwagon and try and follow everyone else because what other people want is never what you want. Not really, not deep down. And the other thing needs to be said again is that teasing can happen to anyone of any age. Teasing with love is a completely different issue and the words fish pie are said with love in this household and I know that they're not meant to hurt me they're meant as a joke and they're said with love and with the right tone of voice and the right attitude teasing with love is fine but if you tease someone and there's no love there that's bullying and bullying is not fine and bullying deserves to go away I don't want to end this fortnight's podcast by being on the topic of bullying. So I'm going to go back to the idea of teasing and laughing and joking. And oh, I must double check with her. Okay, Gherkin had this fantastic joke a couple of days ago. I need to check that it's okay for me to repeat it. But I so want you to hear this fantastic joke. Yeah, Gherkin was at the table. We just, I think we'd just eaten and she said, Mum, Mum, look at <laughs> look at me. I want to show you something. And she pointed to her left leg and she said, this is Bob. And then she pointed to her right leg. And then she said, this is Ben. Do you know what I mean? And I said, what? Bob? Ben? No, I don't know what you mean. She was pointing quite low down on her leg. I didn't get the joke. She then explained that Bob's your ankle and ankle Ben. Boom, boom. I'm sorry. That has to be the best joke I've heard in the last fortnight anyway i am now going to finish this fortnight's podcast i hope very much that you enjoyed some of it all of it a little bit of it and you did give me some of your precious minutes and for that i am grateful because time is valuable we never have enough of it so thank you for spending some of it with me i hope that many many good things will happen to you and to all your loved ones over the next 14 days i will go away and think up something else to talk about and say for today that's all for me and take care of yourselves and toodle